right, hello everybody once again and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Via. Hi. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, today I'm going to talk about when overwhelm comes to play. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, oh my gosh, the movie Warriors when I was a kid. I, wa- I guess when I was a kid I watched movies I shouldn't watch. But when I watched the movie The, the Warriors... And the guys banging bottles together. If you've if you listen to this, if you're listening to my show and you're a Warriors fan, I hope I'm. <laughs> I hope there are Warriors fans. But he would say, "Warriors come out to play." It, like for me, it's the understanding this concept of how overwhelm loves to come into play, and it's almost like to me, overwhelm and fear are like partners. So anytime you want to do something, anytime you get inspired, anytime you listen or attend a training or whatever, think about this this transition that happens. I'm going to go over all that. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about what happens when you get inspired. Like what happens immediately after? And what happens to whether or not you create results, right? Uh, You know, the best thing about going to events and trainings or classes or watching stuff online the best thing about it is to get inspired, but the worst part about it is how most of us act within 24 hours to 72 hours to one week after the training that's critical. And so this is what I want to talk about on this because my hope is that when I share what I'm going to share with you today, you're going to start doing things differently after you get inspired. And so if you're if you're into that, if that's what you want to listen to, get ready for it. Let's do this. So I want to talk about how where this kind of came from. For me, I have millions and millions of experiences where it went south for me. And I'll, I'll tell you one. This was like about, gosh, I can't remember how long ago it was, but it was a long time ago. And uh, the company that I uh, built a business with invited um, all the leaders out to this place we call leadership. We do this once a year. And leadership, is, it's a, I think it's called leadership retreat. Anyway, we go out, and um, this one in particular was in Phoenix, Arizona. All right, and it was, oh, it was uh, so much fun. It was my first one. And I'd never really been to one of these before. But it was big because all the biggest leaders in our company were there, and I got to meet a few. But this was when I first started engaging in our business. And... Uh, I got to see a guy speak, and uh, I'll just I'll I'll, ca- I'll I'll call I'll call him out here because he's awesome. If you go look him up, uh, his name is Spencer Pettit, and he wrote a book called the uh, the Belief Blueprint. And I got to watch him speak, and he was just awesome. I mean, it, all, all, honestly, what he talked about made so much sense to me. Sense to me, and what he did, what he did was he shared exactly what happens when you're developing belief. Like he walked. He walked me in the rest of that room, but I felt like it was for me, right? He walked me through how belief is built. And at that time, I had zero belief in myself. And so it really was something that I felt like I needed, right? Anyway, he he walked me through it, and I took, like, detailed notes. And I had a vision for how I was going to use this for myself and for our business, and I wish I could go through it here, but if you want it, go get his book on Amazon. Pretty cool. Anyway, um, since then, Spencer and I have become, uh, you know, become friends. We get to know each other. I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of his. But anyway, getting back to what I'm talking about. Here's what happened 
is that that leadership retreat went a couple of days. And afterwards, I kept looking at those notes that I had on belief. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to go out and use it. I wanted to go create results. And because that's, to me, it's like, why are we attending these trainings if we're not going to go do something, right? And then, uh, but mostly inside, I believe, I remember this. I remember, I just want to, I just want to believe in myself. This was long before I would ever meet Satema and so on. But I remember the long drive home. And I'm, I'm in my car because we drove uh, to Phoenix from where we lived in uh, Utah. And I remember being in the car. And I remember being lost. Like I hit this big wall because I didn't know what to do with it. I had no idea. And then this is where overwhelm showed up. This is where it happens. And so I want you to think about for you, how many times have you gone to a training or a program or a seminar or a workshop or whatever, and you have this big goal like, okay, I want to create this result, and I want to create this result because this is what it means to me. And then as soon as you get out in the world, you don't know what to do with it. Right? And then the fear shows up, which brings his stupid friend overwhelm. <laughs> they really are stupid friends. They're, just, they're like, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had friends like this, but when I was growing up, I had two friends that were just idiots and they always got everybody in trouble. Maybe that's why we brought them along. I remember like we, uh, when I was a kid, these two stupid friends of mine took me and a bunch of other friends because I guess we're idiots because we're like who's the more foolish the fool or the fool who follows them but uh, we went out and we we uh, uh, like my friends went out specifically they wanted to break into buses and steal the fire extinguishers and yeah we went with them you know what I mean it's just they're idiots anyway that's what I'm talking about fear and overwhelm like those two moron friends and they always seem to find a way to get involved and I remember driving home, and I didn't know it, but truth is, this amazing information I got and I learned was not going to get applied. That's what happened. So what I want to talk about here is this, like, what happens during that? How do you push through that? Because I've got plenty of experiences on how I have, uh, despite all that fear. But here's what I, I want to just take you through this process, okay? Let's understand this first. Like, so it's, it's real simple. And we've talked about this before in other episodes and in my show. Understand that fear will always show up. Like I said, stupid guys, stupid friends. Fear will always show up. Whenever you care about something. It's just part of the deal. It's a package deal. You don't get to care about things. You don't get to care about yourself. You don't get to get excited about things without fear coming along. And then what fear likes to do is it likes to get expand. And when it expands, his friend overwhelm shows up. And it's like, it's what they do is they pick apart everything that you want to do. All the things that you think you need to do to accomplish this goal that you got inspired to do. It just, it just piles them on for you. So if you think about it, when it comes to your strengths, what are your strengths? 
What are your top 10 strengths? Right? Why do you love doing things? Chances are that 90% of your strengths cannot be used without being in the presence of another person. So the truth when it comes about fear and overwhelm is this, is like when you're lost, like, I'm, like, like, I, like I am, it happens still sometimes, where you get lost in the details, and you get lost in the vision, you get lost in the, the fear and the overwhelm of all the things that you think you need to do. What are you doing? What are you, like if I was, if I was a fly on the wall in the room that you're in, when you're letting fear and overwhelm take over, if I was a fly on the wall, what would I see watching you? I can tell you what it looks like for me. It would be sitting in a room by myself. And if my kids try to come in or anybody else tries to come in the room or anyone says, hey, Eddie, let's go do something. Oh, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't just move. I can't just move my body. I'm too locked into these details. I'm too locked into all these, these piles and piles of ideas that I, that I just got in my head that are now freaking me out and overwhelming me. And so what I want to do is tell you, look at your top 10 strengths and let them out. Oh man, unleash that. Because here's the deal. Like I said, chances are that 90% of your strengths cannot be used unless you're in the presence of other people. So here's what I'm going to suggest. And then we'll get, I'm going to share an, uh, an example of how. Is stop trying to do things alone. Stop trying to do things by yourself. And I'm not saying, and I'm not giving you any, I'm not trying to tell you anything other than the fact that maybe you should just go talk to a person. Just talk to a person. Just share a passion with somebody. Chances are you've, maybe you've got like, you know, empathy or positivity or includer or harmony, <laughs> right? Or, or command. Maybe you've got that strength, high significance, self-assurance. What else? <laughs> Let's just think of some more. Uh, communication, right? Oh, this is so fun. Futuristic. Ideation. If you've got these strengths, you have to understand that they're, they're not, they're done best when you're done, when they're done with other people, right? So how you do this is you take a look at your top 10 and you ask yourself, what is the dominant desire? What is the dominant domain? Is it building relationships? Is it moving people forward? Is it getting things done? Or is it thinking, learning, and creating? If it's thinking, learning, and creating, what is the external application of that? What is it you're trying to do with it? Why are you thinking and learning and creating? What is it you want? Do you want to connect with people? Do you want to move them forward? Or do you want to just get things done? Understand that none of that can happen ever by getting lost in the details of fear and overwhelm. It can't. And there was another episode I did a while back called The Other Side, right? It was like, what you want to do is figure out who you are on the other side of the activities that need to take place. The activities that need to take place to get you where you want. So here's, here's where things had shifted for me. Uh, oh my gosh, I could probably give you a billion. Oh, okay, I got one, I got one. So um, 
This was like a few years ago. It was the first time I'd ever paid $1,000 for a training program, okay? And holy cow, like I remember, you know, my activator just took over. You know, I have activator number two. It's just like, oh, I have an idea. Let's just do this. Let's put it into action. Let's get people involved. But I remember the first time I dropped $1,000 on a training. And don't worry about what it is. It's not even important what the training was. But I remember I dropped it and my first thought was, You've got 30 days, my friend. I remember saying that to myself. You've got 30 days to turn this $1,000 into something that's going to make $1,000. And uh, here it is. Once again, right? I'm like, that was my thought was, okay, if, like what I wanted, I remember what I'll just, I'll just, you know, it's probably better if I tell you what it is now, but it was uh, with ClickFunnels. It was a $1,000 training with ClickFunnels. And I remember it was like, okay, my first, my, you know, what I want is a funnel, a website that generates leads and, and, and closes sales. Like I want that. And I need that within 30 days. I need that within 30 days in order to just start generating leads and make money to pay back the $1,000 that I just spent. And the reason why it was important to me was because I remember doing it without even discussing it with my wife. Now, the good news is she'd done that too. She, in fact, that's how our, our network marketing business started. She brought out what she calls the woman card. It's a credit card that, <laughs> that she calls it. She says this, okay? It's not my thing. But she says it's the credit card that the, that, that the woman has that the man doesn't know about. <laughs> but anyway, she pulled it out and she used it. So I did it too, right? Now, I remember saying, I want a website that generates leads and closes sales, and I need it to make $1,000, or else I just spent $1,000 of our money, our hard-earned cash, and for nothing. And so I, I, that was, I had to. I, like, personally, I had to, I had to use it. I was freaking out. I was very nervous about this. And I remember when I made the purchase too, it was very late at night. So it wasn't like I could just go put it into action immediately. So I hit this kind of like, oh, like come to Jesus moment. I just dropped a thousand bucks. And it, it was like 1030 at night and I was about to go to sleep. My biggest fear at that point was what happens if I wake up tomorrow and I'm not as fired up as I was when I first purchased it. So I woke up the next morning and this was my plan. This, like basically, well actually before I went to bed, actually this was my plan. My plan was, I had, I knew I had to, obviously the, the big epiphany I had was I had to, I had to, I had to make sure that tomorrow I woke up and feeling inspired and fired up. My plan was, I was gonna wake up and I was gonna go in and just start watching the videos. I was going to just start watching the videos and then that was how I was going to stay focused was every day I would watch a video because it was a, it was a few videos I had to watch to keep me focused. And as long as I watched the videos every day, then I was going to be fine. I honestly believe that. So I went to work and the, the biggest problems that I started to run into were all the things that in my, that go on in my life on a regular basis. So I had, at the time, we had five kids, and 
or we were expecting our sixth pretty soon. And all the things that I do in my life were starting to show up. So this is how fear and overwhelm shows up. Fear and overwhelm starts to make you focus on the problems. And for me, it was focusing on all the obstacles I had to overcome in my day just to stay focused on this thing that I just dropped $1,000 on. And so the more I focused on the problems, the bigger they got, right? Mel Robbins talks about this in her book, The Five Second Rule. The more we fo- what we focus on will always magnify. It'll always expand. And so I started focusing on the problems. And the problems got bigger. The obstacles got bigger. The things in my life that, that get, quote unquote, get in the way got bigger. The overwhelm began to come into play and take over. And so I remember the first time on the second day or the third day, it was something like that. I went an entire day without looking at any videos. I went an entire day without even thinking about it. I I used my family and my life as an excuse to go in and just ignore it all. And I I started panicking. And I started thinking about this. My mind started to go to these places like, oh my gosh, I didn't, and I went to bed that night going, oh my gosh, I didn't even watch a video. I did nothing. And I started to freak out because it was the middle of the night. What am I going to do? I'm not going to get up in the middle of the night and go on my computer. I just spent the whole day working with my, you know, doing other things other than my business. And so I, I had another plan. And this is the thing that I want to teach you. I had a new plan because the old plan didn't work. I had a new plan and I accepted in my new plan. I accepted that distractions would come. I accepted that my life would get in the way. I accepted that, that there would be things that would, in my head, make me think that I had to focus on them rather than focus on my goal. When I accepted the fact that distractions would come, I stopped looking them at them as distractions and started accepting them as just regular life. So I woke up every morning remembering why I wanted what I wanted. I said to myself, what I want is I need to create a website that makes $1,000. And then what, the reason why I want it is because I need it to pay <laughs> I need it. I need that $1,000 to pay for the $1,000 that it costs. And I believe that if I could figure out how to use a website to make $1,000, then sure, I could make $2,000 or three. So I did that. That was my plan. My new plan every day was to remind myself that distractions are going to come and that's all right but they don't need to be excuses. And then I remembered why every day. But most importantly, the biggest key I think was remembering what would happen if I didn't do what I need to do to get what I want. So that's what I want you to do. Here's what happened. I ended up doing a webinar three weeks later. What I learned in ClickFunnels was not just how to put a website together, but how to put a a webinar together, a presentation that closes. And I got good at it. This was years ago. And now I'm like, I'm excellent at it now. But I remember the first webinar I put together 
and it was actually ended up being three weeks later, but that webinar made me $15,000. I remember that. It's pretty freaking cool. But the biggest thing I came away from it was, wow, here's what happens when I accept distraction, when I accept that problems are going to happen, and I love them, but I remember why, and I remember what I want, and I remember what's going to happen if I don't do what I need to do to get what I want. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to do that. I want you to remember what you want. Remember why you want it. Remember what's going to happen if you don't do it. And accept that there are going to be distractions. Accept that there are going to be things that are going to come into your life that are going to seem big. But they're never going to be as big as you think they are. They're never as bad as you think they're going to be. Ever. And that's what you learn when you become that person you want to become. After you're that person who you are, once, once you're on the other side, you, you look back and you go, wow. And you always say this and you know it. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. All right. So, I hope you got a lot from that. I hope you got a lot of value from that. Let's do this right now. What is it you want? Why does it matter? What's going to happen if you don't do what you need to do to get what you want? Will distractions come? Are you willing to accept them? And do what you need to do anyway? Focus on that and that will expand. Have an awesome day. Thanks very much for listening. I hope it means a lot to you. And I would love for you to take a minute and share this episode with somebody that you care about. And then take a minute, (laughs) seriously, a minute, and give me a five-star rating and review. For me, it's important to expand my audience to people who have never met me before, don't even know who I am, and haven't even listened to my show once. But I'm going to just give you this. If you're going to share my show with somebody, tell them to just listen to the first episode. (laughs) Go there first. It's a lot easier. All right. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.